Welcome again to the Sower's Almanac. We're so glad that you're listening. This is episode nine. Uh, you don't know, and that's okay. Uh, where we're really discussing uh, the idea that you're not going to have all the answers to everything, and there's no way you can have all the answers to everything. It's going to take you a while to figure things out as a planter, and so to avoid the temptation to just say answers when you don't really know, uh, be comfortable with saying, you know, I don't know that yet. Um, so that's really kind of what we're talking about, is there certain things that you're just not going to know for a little while, and that's all right. That's fine. You're not expected to have the answers to everything. Um, again, we, we really appreciate you guys uh, listening. Uh, feel free to go to ransomcitychurch.org if you want to know more info about us as a church. Also, you can click on the contact tab um, on our website to get in touch with us, um, to submit a question uh, to the Sower's Almanac. We'd love to hear from you guys. So again, ransomcitychurch.org. And thank you guys again for listening. We, we really appreciate you um, having more and more of you tune in, which is awesome. So we really hope you enjoy this episode. This is episode nine. You don't know, and that's okay. Welcome again to the Sower's Almanac. I'm Seth. And Greg. Um, yeah, we're glad that you're listening. And uh, today we're going to be talking about the idea that uh, you don't know and that's okay. <laughs> Meaning there's certain things uh, that you just really don't know. Um, especially in the beginning of planting a church. And you're going to feel a pressure to kind of have all the answers, but there's no way you can have all the answers. And it's going to take some time of you just being a student of the city that you're planting in for you to really figure anything, uh, any of these things out. So we're just kind of talking about our personal experience in that uh, today. Um, and that really started with um, Aaron Youngren, who is a church planter in Chicago. He's pastor of The Line um, in Chicago, which we're, we're right nearby. Um, but Aaron had told me uh, this little bit of advice uh, when we first had gotten to Evanston, and I've really appreciated it and thought of it many different times. Uh, we met up for lunch, and he basically told me, like, don't give in to this pressure to have all the answers, um, that you're going to have a lot of people asking you a lot of questions. Um, you know, well, tell me about this about Evanston, or tell me about that about Evanston, um, and you might not know. And so he was just encouraging me, like, it's okay to say, you know, I don't really know that right now. And we're trying to take the time to figure the answer to that out. But right now, I don't really have a good answer for you. Um, and I've really appreciated that. I think about that all the time. Um, I think we've grown in getting to know our city more and more since we've been here, but there's still all kinds of things we don't know yet. Um, so I've really appreciated that bit of advice. Yeah, I think um, that in the beginning stages, you want to kind of have this big pitch together and this big, like, uh, I remember working on the <clears throat> church planting proposal, mm -hmm. and we're trying to say, like, all the things that are really attractive about Evanston, and just thinking, like, I don't even know if some of these things are true. Like, <laughs> right. we, like we've, we've heard locals talk about, like, things about Evanston, and we've seen... You know, we've seen kind of trends in Evanston, but we haven't lived there yet, and we don't really know. It's what it appears like, but maybe maybe I'm right. wrong. Um, it's what and, it appears like with very little sample size. Yeah, in the beginning. yeah. We don't some, know. It's like we know, like we really know one guy from there at this point, so we can't really say like, oh, the <laughs> right. people of Evanston are like this. Right. And like we'll try to talk to them, but when you're talking to people, um, they can very much kind of if you just run into someone and talk 
to them, they can put on this kind of facade and, and give you exactly how they want to present themselves. Yeah, yeah, you can have and, that. Um, or, I mean, you, you don't know, if you're basing it entirely off of what other people are telling you, and in the beginning you're doing that a lot, because you don't you, you know. Have to, like, you, you have to rely on, you know, as you're talking to locals and asking about the area and stuff like that. Um, but it's also, I mean, it's going to vary depending on who you're talking to and what their personality is like. And, you know, do they actually enjoy living in the area that you're now planting in, you know, or is it somebody that's like, ah, it's not their thing, you know? So those things are going to inform what their answer is. So then it's going to inform what you think for a while. Like, so, I mean, those things are all at play. Um, but there really is this huge temptation, huge pressure to have all the answers, um, as, as a planter, when you're getting to a new city, like Greg said, in, in order to like attract people to be a part of it too, um, you want to be like, yeah, this is exactly what, you know, for us, it's like, this is exactly what Evanston is like. And it's like, we don't know exactly what Evanston is like. I mean, even now we don't have all the answers to that. Um, so just being comfortable with going, you know, I, I don't really know that right now. Um, cause you're going to do more damage acting like, you know, the answer to questions that you don't know the answer to than you are just saying you don't know. Um, you're going to misinform people. Um, you're going to start buying into the things that you're saying that might not necessarily even be true. <laughs> so. Right, right. Because you would never, like, really say that. Like, if someone from Evanston asked you about it, you would definitely say, I don't know. Yeah. Like, I don't live here. Right. But if someone not from Evanston asks you about it, it's tempting to be like, oh, from all the information I've heard, this yeah. is exactly what it's like. Yeah. I think for a good chunk of time when people were asking, and it was either prior to planting or like when we were first planting, uh, people were asking about Evanston. I think I was giving a caricature of what Evanston was. Like, it just was not right, the full picture. Right. It was based yeah. on the very little that I knew. That... Yeah, the reality is, in planting, you just got there. You know, if you're like just moving to the area, you literally just got to the place. <laughs> so, like, you definitely do not know like a lot of the answers to the questions that people are asking like you you can't know you literally just got there <laughs> so you're gonna have people asking you know all kinds of questions that you don't know the answer to um and here's the truth too from our experience what you think you do know is probably wrong like i i've seen a lot of that like things that i thought i did have an idea of maybe a year ago totally not at all like so i ended up being wrong because it was based on a smaller sample size but like know that like you just got there you can't possibly know the answer to a lot of the questions that people are asking you um whether that's you know tell me what the spiritual climate is like well i mean you can have an idea going in but until you're really on the ground for a little while you don't totally know the answer to that question um yeah. you know tell me what the people are like there well what i mean how many have you met have you met like 5,000, well then you can't really give an honest answer to that question. You don't know what the people are like there yet. Like, it's all kinds of right. things like that. Yeah, and I mean, you can't really. So again, you do have to go off of off of uh, what you know. Like, I remember meeting with um, my wife's uncle um, mm -hmm. who's in the police force around here, kind of asking him what the, like, gang climate is like and other things like that. Like, I didn't meet all the gang members, but I heard <laughs> right, from right. him that there there was a uh, gang presence in the city, so I'm, I'm going by that. Mm -hmm. um, different things like that that you can't really know, um, and you're not going to meet all those people. Yeah, and so, well, that's a good example, like, for that, like, 
we had somebody that did know what they were talking about. I mean, knowing somebody on the police force, that, that matters. <laughs> like, that'll, that'll give you a picture. Um, so, like, finding those people that kind of can inform you on the things you don't know, I think, is really important. And uh, spending time talking to those people, I think, is huge. Um, but, yeah, you, especially in the early stages, there's literally no way you can know. You literally just got there. You don't have a whole idea of what's going on. you got to spend time studying the area as a student. Um, and so that was our experience. So I wanted to talk a little bit about um, things that we do. Well, t two different things. We'll start with things we didn't know, but then kind of learned over time. Like our personal experience with this of like, this was stuff that we just didn't have answers to. But then later, you know, now that we've been here a little while, we've been here for over a year and a half or around there. Like now we have answers to this stuff a little bit better. Um, but one of the things we didn't know was just how transient our city is. Um, it just is. Like, we meet... I think I tweeted this a long time ago, um, and I saw it the other day, but, like, I, I tweeted, you know, I can't tell you how many people I've met that have told me they're moving. Um, which is true. Like, I... A lot of people that are just here for, like, a short period of time, and then they're moving. And it, a chunk of that is students. You know, that's to be expected. Yeah. They're here for... A few years, they get their degree and they move on, like with rare exception. Like sometimes they stick around, but usually yeah. not. Or or people that you meet who also just moved here. Yes, we've met a lot, oh, a lot, a lot a of lot. those people. Yes, I would say like a lot of the people, almost a hundred percent of the people early on in Ransom City Church were not from Evanston. Yeah, had just kind of assembled in Evanston somehow, mm -hmm. and were all there. Um, I, I'm just thinking about the people who would meet from, you know, out of state and yeah, yeah. obviously the core team, um, from the Genoa area. But that, that was another thing too, is like not having to know all those things because the people we ended up meeting were also not from here and didn't know those things. Oh, right. Right. So we kind of had this, we kind of felt this pressure to like really know our city um, but then kept meeting people who didn't and weren't from here. <laughs> so yeah, so like, it's like, okay, it doesn't matter all that different, much. Different um, game. But yeah, it, uh, I was told that by um, Jason, who's pastor of uh, EBF. I met with him for lunch. Oh, yeah. um, Evanston Bible Fellowship, we love them. They're a great church. Um, super solid church here in Evanston. And got to meet with the pastor early on, like when we first had moved here. And he told me, like, this is a very transient city. You know, people move a lot, and that's just a part of, like, our rhythm as a church. And he gave me really good advice. Um, he said, you know, we as a church fought that for the longest time and tried to get people to, like, stay and drop roots. And um, he's like, it just didn't, it, it is what it is. I mean, the city just is kind of a transient city where people are here for a little bit of a time, and but then they move on. They're here for a season, then they move. And so he was like, that's just part of our rhythm as a church now. Like, we just have kind of embraced that and realize that that's true and have gone, all right, how do we, how do we meet people in that and take advantage of, you know, the time that they are here and then lovingly send them out when they leave. Like, and that was really good advice. Um, and you know, I've learned that even more over time that he's absolutely right. Like we, I was just talking to somebody about this the other day, but like we have people leaving all the time. Um, and that sounds like really bad. It's like, whoa, what is going on at your church? It's like, no, there's nothing going wrong. Like, 
we have people leaving all the time and 99% of the time it's just life it's just like nobody's done anything wrong nobody's upset at anybody yeah we have people come in a lot that know the whole time they won't be here yeah exactly you know I'll be here for two years and then I gotta move on but like that's that's, that's true all really the time cool actually like mm-hmm. I can think of a few different people that have known like I will be moving on this date but I'm here and they've gotten really plugged in yes while they're, they're here that's and they're the like, idea I just situation. need a church while I'm here I'm gonna yeah. get the most out of this you know church yeah. experience we've seen that happen um, a bunch of times so that's nice. that's been something cool that I didn't think about as much um with all the people that we have visiting us when you ask them what's Evanston like they know us <laughs> right yeah so like we are what evanston is like so that's a cool yeah. opportunity yeah. to kind of um i guess be evanston to people and mm-hmm. just be the church and be uh welcoming and gospel centered and now that's people's impression of evanston yeah yeah so no that's, that's true that's kind of cool that's good um yeah so i mean we expect it here here's what i'm what i'm saying with that like we've learned this over time in that we expected the city to be transient in connection with the university you know like oh of course like students are only here for a few years and it's it's like no no no, that's not just it but it's also (laughs) independent it's it's also just the city is that way Um, and part of that comes with you know it's a younger city like demographically there's quite a few young people here and so like it's people early on in their like professional careers um and so they're still whether it's you know they're in their first big gig but they're not going to stay there you know as, at a job the first one for like a long long period of time and some of that's that um some of it's like they're just in, in transition you know like but yeah it's not just connected with the university which i think is really interesting and we've kind of learned that over time um and to kind of expect that and just know like that's the deal. So one of the conversations we've been having recently is trying to figure out how to outgrow our attrition rate. Uh, meaning, we're going to lose people. They're just going to move right. for different reasons. There's nothing yeah. we can do about that. How do we, you know, how how can we be evangelistically out in the community and missionally engaging people in a way that we're growing at a quicker rate than we're losing? Um, which is a challenge. It's really hard to do. <laughs> So we're still figuring that out, but that's something I think we've learned more about is just the nature of, you know, people move a lot here. Or at the same time, like you said, the blessing is people move here a lot. Like, that happens all the time. I get emails of like, hey, I'm moving to the area in like a month. I get that all the time. Um, Even people who just, since we meet in a hotel, people just on a business trip and visit Mm -hmm. for like two weeks. It's cool. Yeah. It's awesome. And we've had some of those people plug into our church for two weeks. So that's that's a cool thing. That's great. So like there's a blessing and challenges with that of like just figuring out how do we leverage that and how can that be a good thing? And so, yeah, that's one thing that I think we didn't know when we first got here, but have learned over time. Um, Another is, I mean, I gave this example earlier, but just the spiritual climate here. That's probably one of the biggest questions I got. Um, like whether it was prior to planting or like when we first started from people who, you know, wanted to know weren't from here, but like knew we were planting was like, tell me, tell me about like the spiritual climate in Evanston. Like what, what do people believe? What are they not? You know, things like that. And you cannot know the answer to that question with any precision, like without being here a while. (laughs) Like you just can't, you can look at like, what are you going to read about it? Right. Like we, 
here's what I was going to say. You can get a general idea of that sort of thing by looking at demographics, which is the sort of thing we did. You know, we researched what do people believe, and some of the demographic information we looked at was like, here's the denominations people are a part of if they're part of a local church. Here's the percentage of people that are part of a local church. Here's the percentage that aren't. Um, and, you know, here's the percentage but that are Catholic. Define being you know, part of a local church. Yeah. Like, what yes. is that? Membership? Like... The stats aren't going to give you the full picture. Yeah. That, They're not. Um, and even if they tell you, you know, here's the thing. They'll give you general information of, like, this is how many people are Catholic or the percentage that's Catholic and stuff like that. But it's like, like Greg just said, what does that mean and what does that look like? Just because somebody identifies with these things, are they actually really a viable part of the local church? Well, what it is... What is that though? How do you know how they do gauge that? Is it census information or I don't know. That's a good question. Probably sensitive census related. Because with so many people just passing through, like maybe okay, so we know a little bit about the people who do live here, but mm-hmm. we're meeting a lot of people who don't. So we really they're just yeah. way off. The well, and that's we that's no part of it too that them. that you're you're right in that we're learning and that's. Like, I didn't realize when we planted here, we looked at Evanston particularly, right? Because we're in Evanston, we're trying to minister to our city. And so what we were studying and what we were learning was, like, very laser-focused on Evanston. But frankly, like, probably half of our people are not living in Evanston. You know, they're either commuting in from, like, a little farther away, or, like, we've got a chunk of our people that are from Rogers Park, which is, like, the northern... Is it northernmost neighborhood in Chicago? Yeah. Yeah, um, so it's closest to Evanston, um, so it's just over the line into Chicago. We got a chunk of our people coming from there. Um, we've had people commute from up north. We've had com- people commute from out west a little bit. What I didn't think about is like when you know you're planting in whatever city that you felt called to plant to. And okay, I'm going to go there and I'm going to plant a church. That doesn't mean that you're exclusively going to be ministering to people in that city by any stretch of the imagination. People have cars. Like, like yeah, you're you know, ministering <laughs> from that city. Yes, you could, it could be to anyone. So that's you know, first and foremost, should be what you're studying. Sure, is the city that you're living in and like that your church is located in. Sure, but at the same time, know about the surrounding areas too, because yeah. you're probably going to have a pull from there. That's true. And that's at something the same that we time learned. you can't. I mean, you can't know every surrounding no. area. No, 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 definitely. Not. Like, what were we supposed to research? Like. Arkansas before we moved here. Like, <laughs> yeah, we, no. we couldn't have done that. Um, no. So just know people in general. <laughs> right. Yeah, no, definitely. Really. But going back to the, the spiritual climate thing, like, I had, you know, looking at the numbers on paper, I knew, okay, this, you know, a lot of people are Catholic, right? Um, and I do meet a lot of people that are nominally Catholic, but I don't know how many of them are really practicing Catholics. Probably not a lot. Yeah. Um, and so you have some of that here. Um, and so I, I didn't really know how to answer that question before. And I'd say now I have a better idea of how to answer that question of like, it's, uh, it just depends. It depends on who you're talking about. Um, but by and large, I'd say people don't have a whole lot of experience with the local church here. Um, yeah, a lot of, a lot of unchurched is what I would say. Um, a lot of people that just don't, they've either never been or had very little experience with the local church when they grew up or things like that. Um, and so that informs what we do as a church. We have to know that, that that's our audience a lot of the time. And so we have to do things in such a way that's like tangible and 
easy to understand for people that don't have a church background versus we just looked at the numbers I think I would have thought well like man we got a lot of people with a Catholic background well they're used to like kind of high church and oh uh, yeah that's that's what I thought I'm like well very like um, affluent city mm-hmm. like we're going to be doing a lot of like really theologically dense um, hymns and stuff and those just didn't go over as well yeah people just had a hard time understanding them because like they, from they a know background. about things and they're very intellectual but like when it comes to spiritual matters they're like i don't know what the heck we're talking about <laughs> right um right and they so want to like, oh, to know. really like yeah so that's that's been interesting yeah so just learning like and there are certainly there are people plugged into local churches here but like the people we were running into a lot of, a lot of them didn't have a church background that's been kind of our experience of trying to speak their language in a way that they can understand um, is important and you're not going to know that in the beginning you got to take time to meet people it's just something that's going to take time to figure out um, and that's- figuring out like when you've you know set up camp um, so for us we've been meeting for worship a little over a year um, at the current space we're at in downtown Evanston. It's going to take a little while to figure out like where you're going to pull from. Like, who is going to show up? And where are they going to be from? And then, like, when you figure out where you're pulling from, then you go, okay, well, I need to study that a little bit. Like, but you... Otherwise, it's a very broad... Like, you're trying to study, like, a whole area, so it's not going to be very laser-focused. Yeah, yeah, because the different areas of Evanston are pretty different. Yeah, totally. And before moving here, I was also under the impression that Evanston and Chicago were much more, like, closely associated and, like, that they were basically the same, but that's not true. No, they're two different (laughs) communities. Very different places. But at the same time, this is where, and this is, as we were even verbalizing, like, we're even saying this, I'm thinking through more stuff, like, you're absolutely right. In that, like, they're two distinct communities, but what I didn't think about, I think when we planted in Evanston, I was like, oh, okay, well, we're going to pull from Evanston and maybe Skokie and maybe some of the surrounding area, but in my mind, there, there was no conceivable way we're going to have people coming from Chicago. I don't know why. I think in my head, I just thought, like, why would anybody come to Evanston from Chicago? Chicago's way more exciting. Like, they just, I just thought it wouldn't go that direction. Yeah. Um, that's not true at all. We've, we've consistently had people coming from Chicago. Like, yeah. That's... Definitely a part I don't know of our life. As a I don't know. <laughs> no idea. Completely wrong. Like, could not have been more wrong. Yeah, well, I don't know. Yeah, people come from Chicago. But, yeah, saying, like, people from Chicago scoff at people from Evanston who say they're from Chicago. <laughs> yeah, right. Which, I that's like the cardinal sin. I'm constantly, like, I'm not going to say that. Yeah, I, we're I, not in Chicago. I would never it's a separate community. I live in Chicago. Or yeah. from from the city or anything yeah no i don't either but before moving here i'm like oh they're pretty much the same evanston's basically a neighborhood of chicago right exactly so that was interesting. it's not it's a different thing um one of the other things i was going to say though is like i don't think i had a great grid for what people's like specific struggles were here like what do people deal with what what are you know their frustrations and their challenges and their struggles and i don't think i had a good answer to that until we've been here for a little while um and now I can give you, again, a broad general picture that's not going to apply to everybody, but things that I think a lot of people in Evanston have in common that, like, are their struggles. I think, you know, people here, you know, a lot of the time, like we said, very career-driven. Um, and even if they're not career-driven, they're, 
just trying to make it. They're trying to get by. And so a lot of people, like time is a struggle. And so I remember when we first got here, we had all kinds of different things. We were trying to like build community, like a sense of community. And so we're throwing different parties and different things. And I remember having kind of an aha moment of like, people just don't have time to come to this stuff. <laughs> like, it's not that we don't do these things at all, but we were yeah. doing too much of it. And like people barely could, you know, carve out time to be there for Sundays and community groups and sometimes struggled with that. And I think over time we learned like, okay, we have to, we got to dial it back. You know, we, we're going to do these couple of rhythms. Our main ones are Sundays and community groups and we're going to do those and we're going to do those well. And like, we're not going to do 15,000 different things because people just can't. And yeah, and we can't, and we can't, we can't afford to do that. We just don't have the time. And so like, we'll occasionally have extra stuff. Um, and right now we kind of have three rhythms with Sundays, community groups, and then philosophy pub. Um, but that's it. Um, and then we do extra stuff occasionally, you know, we'll have barbecues and different things, but it's a special occasion. Like some of the community groups are more like men's times and Mm -hmm. some are more like just kind of a group Bible study. Um, so there are different kinds of things within those, but that's all we can do. Right, that, um, and what's what's what was a blessing for us to find out was really that's all we can conceivably do right now as far as regular rhythms, which is good to know that that's really all the people here can conceivably do. Like people needed to be streamlined here; they have very busy lives, um, and it's not nobody's. It's not even they're trying to make excuses. They legitimately have, you know, tough work schedules. Um, you know, if they're whether it's they're involved with the business world or whatever, we've just met a lot of people that their work schedules are very stressful. Um, high intensity, long hours, things like that. Um, that goes for, we have grad students that are involved with our church too. They're very busy mm-hmm. people. Um, and so knowing that helps you, okay, well, we need to plan around that as a church and not overwhelm people. The thing we're constantly trying to figure out that I feel like we're still, you know, always tweaking is like the line between we want to challenge people, but we don't want to overwhelm people. Yeah. We want to, you know, I, I deal we want to toe that line. A lot, yeah. Yeah. I think of that a lot in like, songs is like how much is too much like how much mm-hmm. can i explain to the congregation and have them like grow from yeah and how much is just too much information that they'll be like yeah. wow i really don't know anything and, yeah and won't be helpful yeah to them. absolutely so that's still something we're trying to figure out the yeah. balance well and going along with struggles i was going to say looking at the demographics and going off of what i had heard other people say before we got here um i think i falsely assumed like this is a predominantly affluent area and yeah i did yeah too. that's here you know but there, there are successful people there really are affluent a lot of people, people here aren't. we have met a lot of people that are struggling like right. struggling financially right. and need help like we meet i'd say just as many of those people yeah um as we do that it's like people that are successful and doing well financially and you know not having that issue um so like i didn't know that struggle before we really got here and got in the trenches with people and were able to meet more people like we we run into that a lot people that are genuinely struggling genuinely hurting financially and so like that takes time to know it takes time to figure out what are other struggles that people have here feel like there's all kinds of ones that we kind of learn more over time um struggles people have i don't i don't know i can't think of any more that are really specific to this area no that's fine um which i think is a good thing to keep yourself 
grounded in is not like trying to apply everything to the city you're in yeah and like taking everything as representing or like representative of the city oh, right right, in, right like it's some people. of it's just people like it's people <laughs> okay it's people in, a, in america in yeah the midwest or whatever yep. it's not like that different yes oh no totally and i agree with that i think that's a good point and that goes along with the next thing i was going to say which is you know people having uh, a time trying to figure out whether they're going to commit to your church or not and really plug in and so we've learned like it takes people longer than maybe we thought it did um and so like we got to give people time and i don't think that's just an evanston thing i think that's a people thing um, that it's going to take them a little bit and to not, you know, that's informed for us. We, we don't want to count our eggs before they hatch. Like, which I think we were guilty of early on being like, Oh, they're in. Cause they said they were in and it's like, hey, hold, hold the phone. <laughs> that's people actually, say things. That's probably happened to us more here than it has it in the other yes, places. People that's true. like, like very confidently saying that they're in. Mm-hmm. and not being at all we talked about it a little uh last time about like mm-hmm. maturity and just um sticking by your your word um, yes but yeah we've run into a lot of people saying yeah i will definitely be oh, we we called right. it like the death rattle we did but, like yeah when, when uh we would meet someone and tell them about us and they're like oh man that is awesome i will definitely be on there yeah there on sunday this is like totally whoa, whoa, whoa wait <laughs> don't say that don't say that <laughs> yeah. like yeah that it's, was it's cursed that was the when like don't oh, say i'll coming. never see you again like, for like the longest time maybe maybe you'll come once yes and then right. never come it was again. really bizarre and then the people that were like you know that's like i enjoyed it which like they're in <laughs> they're in the like yeah. subdued like uh, yeah <laughs> standoffish response was right. like yes we got him like yeah but yeah, anytime people were like, I'm in, this is exactly the kind of church we're looking for it's in like, our heads. Slow we're down. Like, no, but no, you're not. You're I don't not think you are. There. You know why? Because you're talking about it a lot. That's why I think that you're That not. was our experience, which like part of that is people. Part of this, I, I agree with Greg that like, I think uniquely, we have experienced that's more extreme more. here. But I mean, uh, we have been, I guess, more in the trenches with people, you would say, since being here. So yeah. maybe that's just all that is. Yeah. And, and. You know, again, that takes time to kind of figure out, um, and that's informed for us. Like, hey, chill. You know, take your time. Don't just count count your eggs right away. Like, give it time. Like, they might not be in, and give them time to think about it. Don't overwhelm them. Like, give them tracks of like, hey, if you want to plug in, here's what that looks like. We'd love to have you, um, but don't run around chasing everybody and freaking don't be them out. Over eager. Yeah, it's, it's like dating. It'll scare them. It'll... It's like dating. You yeah, can't, like come on, too strong. <laughs> Because if you do, people are like, whoa, started yeah. talking about kids as our first date. Like, that's, you don't want to do that as a church. You want to, yeah. you know, let people It's kind of weird. It, it's, a, it's a line. Like, I don't it know what that line is hard. right now. Like, like, what would be weird? Like, how, how fast, <laughs> like, what's too fast yeah, to yeah. move with someone right now? Yeah. I don't know. I think it's you like. You just try, and if they're, like, what, that, that was really weird, then, all right, maybe you don't. Right with that next time. Ex- okay. Right, exactly, exactly. I think it's just through experience and trial and error. Um, so those are some things that I think we didn't know when we first got here, but we've learned over time. Uh, I wanted to share some things because I, I want this to be encouraging for other planters to hear this. Like we've been here for about a year and a half. You know, is that is that about right? I keep saying that. Is yeah. that even right? <laughs> you guys moved here this February first. Yeah, about a year and a half. Yeah. 
Do you know the date? No. No. It's okay. August, right? Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Okay. Yeah. No, it is like a year and a half on the nose. Mm. Okay. Um, so anyway, we've been here for, you know, about a year and a half. And there's still things we don't know. And I want, like, other planters to be encouraged in hearing that. Like, even a year and a half in, you're not going to know all this stuff. Like, that's not that long in the grand scheme of things. Right, we're not, like, presenting you with the no. information. All right, so we've been here a while. Here's what we know now. It's like, we have no. conclusive evidence. Of- <laughs> well, and if you think about it, like, what in what other area of life would a year and a half be a sufficient time to be an expert? Like, a year and a half in, I totally know all the... No, that doesn't work with anything. So, like, know that about planting, too. Um, so, just to encourage you, here's some things we still don't know and are still trying to figure out as a church. Um, we don't have great answers for. I think, you know, there are things that we can tell you a little bit, but with just things we need to learn more and are still trying to figure out. And one is, um, you know, we're in Evanston. We're still trying to figure out our city, Evanston, and its interaction with the university here. Because Northwestern University is here, like, right in downtown Evanston. Um and I think that's a little bit of a jigsaw puzzle. How do they interact? Like, is... <laughs> share the joke that yeah, you had, Greg. Yeah, I was saying that Evan, or, uh, Northwestern's cap- campus is kind of like the Vatican. You know? It's just kind of its own sovereign nation in the middle of uh, this fair city, and we don't know quite where what to do with it. Um, don't they... They don't pay taxes. No. Nope. Yeah. So even with that, so, that's a unique thing. Yeah, they're they're a private school in the middle of the city. Um, that like, it, yeah, it's just such an interesting thing because yeah, they don't, they don't pay taxes, and so that's there's some tension there um, with the people who live here year round and the university. In that, like, the tax burden ends up on the people right. that live here. Right. <laughs> like that's it makes the cost of living yeah, a lot higher. It's it came from from what I know of the history. Like Northwestern was founded by the same group of people that founded Evanston, and they like wrote it into the bylaws. Like Northwestern will never pay taxes. That's weird. Yeah, because both Evanston and uh, Northwestern were founded by a group of Christians. Yep. Yeah, and they just wrote We're it also in. Also, like, yeah, but no taxes, <laughs> no taxes. <laughs> Not really weird. <laughs> really weird. And so you combine that with like, I mean, churches who own property don't pay taxes here either. So you combine those two things, and like, there's a lot of so untaxed expensive. property, and that then that those tax burdens fall on the people that, that live here. And so like, that's something that it's taken us a little bit of time to learn. Is like. I think Evanston loves North, Northwestern, but there is this interesting relationship, like where you have that tax burden, and so that's not fun for people who live in Evanston and art students. But at the same time, like Northwestern's a beautiful campus; um, it's a big draw. You know, we the, there's a lot of students that want to come to Northwestern because it's a great school, and so like Northwestern has been very great to Evanston as far as like just making it look beautiful, like. Help, helping Evanston as a city it's look very, beautiful. Yeah, it's a very big draw. I mean, right, and so like, there's definitely positive Evanston interaction there. But like, it's just an interesting j- jigsaw puzzle to kind of figure out. Like, what is the interaction, and how yeah. independent of Evanston is Northwestern, or not independent? Is that you know, what's the give and take there? And we're still trying to figure that out as far as what the interaction is. Yeah. I um, have to say though, as cool as Northwestern is. 
it's not as nice as I was thinking it would be. Hmm. I don't know. What it's do you not. Mean? It's not like bad. Like there's nothing wrong with it. No. I was. I don't know. I don't know what I was expecting. Like. I don't know. But I, getting here, I'm like, oh, cool. That's nice. It's a nice <laughs> looking campus. Yeah. But it's not. It wasn't like as impressive as I thought. For sure. Oh, okay. I came from NIU, so for me, I'm like, this is <laughs> this amazing. Is <laughs> well, no, I didn't like come from anywhere cool. No, I don't. I don't. I just was expecting. Just expecting like, more. Yeah, like I don't know. I well, don't know and what I was expecting part of what I'm talking about with the interaction between the city and the campus is like this question. You know, is Evanston a college town? And on the one hand, I'd be like, yeah. Right? On the one hand, I'd be like, yes, because Northwestern's here, and it's hugely influential, and that's a lot of students that live at Northwestern um, that are here a good chunk of the year. Which, yeah, and like a good chunk of the northern part of our city is Northwestern's campus, so that's absolutely true. Um, at the same time, Northwestern is a relatively small school. It's a private school. Um, I, I want to say it's I like 15,000 it. people. It's smaller than I thought it would be. Yeah, I think it's 15,000 or so students, 15 or 17,000, which, like, that's decent size, but that's not, like, ginormous. Like, right. NIU is bigger than that. Right. Um, so it's, like, yeah. it's a smaller yeah. private school. Um, and so, like, yeah, it's a college town in, the, in that Northwestern is here, and a lot of people you're going to meet in the northern part of Evanston are Northwestern students. So that's absolutely true. But at the same time, like, there's a whole other, like, three-quarters of the city that's not connected to the campus that a lot of people live in that, like, is really unaffected by what's going on or not going on at Northwestern. So, like, yeah. it's a college town um, in the one sense, but, like, it really depends on what part of town you're in. Like, it depends on who are we talking about. So, like, there's a lot of things like that that we're learning about our city and about the area that, like, you know, we'll zoom in a little bit on what your question is. Like, it depends on what you're asking. So, like... That's one thing as far as just the city's interaction with Northwestern, um, yeah. and how much that impacts things. Another thing I think we're still trying to figure out is the spiritual climate. Um, we can answer better evangelism. Yeah, um, we can we can answer better about what the spiritual climate is like now than we could a year and a half ago for sure. Um, but we're still kind of figuring that out. Like, what are the backgrounds that people are coming from? We don't have quite a big enough sample size to have a complete answer to that question yet. We're still kind of studying and trying to pay attention to what people are coming from. Yeah, we always will be. Mm-hmm. So that's another one. Um, Greg, you mentioned evangelism. We've talked about before, like, a number of times, but our impression initially was we're going to come and we're going to meet people in coffee shops, and that's how we're going to evangelize. Um, and that's gone virtually nowhere. It just it just doesn't doesn't work very well you here. Said, you said it's caused you nothing but headaches. Yeah, um, and and so like just knowing that's your context, and we talked about this before, but it's because people go to coffee shops to work, and so our idea of that's how we're going to evangelize doesn't work very well here. Yeah, um, but like we're still figuring out. So we figured out some of what doesn't work, but we're still figuring out what does work. Um, so we've seen some success in. Uh, throwing different events, whether it's barbecues or marketing efforts or whatever, as far as drawing people in, and then we get to know them. Yeah, and Tell them about Jesus. Then, so like marketing is bigger good, than we thought. You know, and helpful. Bigger matters more than we thought, but we're still figuring out like what the best evangelism strategy Presentation is here. Presentation in general matters a lot. Yes, big time, and that really does to the city. Mm-hmm. In conclusion, just know 
There's no way for you to know everything. Be comfortable with saying, you know, I don't know right now. Like, just be comfortable saying that as a planter. I don't know right now. We're still trying to work on those things. We're still trying to figure those things out. And so one of, one of the bits of advice I wanted to share, too, is just because you don't know the answer to something doesn't mean don't try. We're not telling you that. You know, we're not telling you just because you don't know that gives you a blank check to just not try. No. In fact, um, learn by doing. You know, just because you don't know doesn't mean don't try. It means try stuff. Try to figure out what this looks like. You know, come brainstorm some things. Try some different ideas and learn by getting in the trenches and actually doing it. You know, you don't know what the best evangelism strategy is in your city yet. You know how you're not going to learn that? By sitting around and thinking about it a lot. Yeah. You're not going to learn it that way. Um, again, uh, thank you guys for listening. Um, again, check out our site. It's ransomcitychurch.org. We'd love to answer any more questions that you guys have. So if you go to ransomcitychurch.org, click contact. Um, you can fill out a question for us at the Sower's Almanac. We'd love to answer your questions. Um, and feel free to go there and kind of learn more about uh, who we are as a church and uh, what we're about as well. Uh, but again, thank you guys so much for listening. We really appreciate you. Um, and uh, we hope you enjoy it, and we'll talk to you again soon.